Well, <clears throat> we're out here. I know I said if the podcast got like 300 plays, I'll drop the second part of, um, of the 50 Shades of Grey read along, but I can't fucking sleep, so on the read page too. If I can find it. There we go. <laughs> <clears throat> I rolled my eyes on myself. Get a grip, stores. Judging from the building, which is too clingy and modern. <clears throat> I guess Gray is in his 40s. Fit, tan, and fair head. <clears throat> too much of the rest of this. Uh, to match the rest of the persona. Another urgent fabulously dressed blonde came out of the large door to the right, which is with all the climbers' blonde sets like start forward here. Take a deep breath. I stand up. This is still the latest blonde axe. Yes. <clears throat> I caught and cleared my throat. Yes, there. That was the sound. That sounds more confident. Mr. Great <clears throat> would like to see you in a moment. May I take your jacket? Oh, please. I shall go off the jacket. Have you been offered any refreshments? Oh, no. Oh, dear. Is blonde number one in trouble? Blonde number two frowns. Frowns. And eyes the young women at the desk. Would you like tea, coffee, or water? She asks. Turn her attention back to me. A glass of water. Thank you, I muttered. Artif, please fetch Mrs. Still a glass of water. Her voice is being out of screwed up immediately and scored to the door. On the other side of the f- force. My apologies, Mrs. Still. Artif is our new intern. Please be seated. Mr. Gray will, will be another will be there in another five minutes. Mother's return with a glass of ice cold water. Here you go, Mrs. Still. Thank you. <clears throat> Blonde number two matches over to the large desk. Her heels click and echoed on the stone, sand stored floor. She sits down and they both continue their work. Perhaps Mr. Gray insists on all his employees being blonde. I wondered the idea if that is legal when the office door is open and a towel a dress attractive African American man of damn it. You know, if he had longer dreadlocks that would have been me, but short dreadlocks <laughs> short dregs exits <laughs> <clears throat> I've definitely worn the wrong cutters. He turned and said to the door, 
tough this weekend, Gray. <clears throat> I didn't hear the reply. He turns, sees me, and smiles. His dark eyes clink at the, the corner. Oliva has jumped up and called the elevator. <clears throat> she seems to and comes at jumping from her seat. She's more nervous than me. Good evening, ladies, he said. I see the parts to the side door. Mr. Gray, we'll see you now, Mrs. Stowe. Do go do, plot number two says. <clears throat> I stand rivalry shaking, trying to surpass my nerves, grabbing up my, my satchel. I, I, I abandoned my glass of water and make my way to the part, partly open door, <clears throat> parallel open door. You don't need a knock. <clears throat> Just go in. She smiled kindly. I push open the door and slim through, chipping over my own feet and falling headfirst into the office. Double crap, me and my two left feet. I am on my hands and knees in the doorway to Mr. Gray's office. And gently hands are on me, helping me to stand. I am so embarrassed. Fucking hell. Damn my clumsiness. I have to stow myself, stir myself, glance up. Holy cow, he's so young. Mrs. Cowler. He extended a long finger hand to me. Once I'm up, right? I'm Kristen Gray. Are you alright? <clears throat> Would you like to see? So young and attractive, very attractive. He is tall, dressed in fine in a fine grey suit, white shirt and a black tie, an unwildly dark carp Cooper Yes, it's Cooper. Coloured hair and intense bright grey bright grey eyes. That returns me suddenly. It took me a moment for me to find my voice. I wish I didn't have fucking voice cracks every time I record a podcast, but whatever. Um, actually, I muttered, if this guy is over dirty, then I'm a monkey, uncle. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> In the days, I placed my hand in his, and we shook as our fingers touched. I felt an odd exhaling shiver running through me. I withdrawn my hands, sorry, sorry. I barely said I, I might be silent. I blink repeatedly, my eyelids match my heart, my heart rate. Wait. This is game is on Gainsport. She sent me I hope you don't mind, Mr. Gray. And you are? His voice is warm. 
possibly a trans, but it's different to tell from his <clears throat> non phrase expressions of like mildly interested, but above all, polite. My man is now. I study English literature with K. I mean, um, 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 Mrs. Kaylin at Washington State. I see, he said simply. I think I see the ghost of a smile in his expression, but I'm not sure. Would you like to see? <clears throat> he waved me towards a white leather chair, but in a shaped couch. His office is way too big, just for one man, a foot of a floor. The ceiling windows, there is huge modern dark wood desk that six people can comfortably eat around. It matches the coffee table by the couch. Everything else is white, the ceiling floor, and the light <coughs> and walls, especially on the wall by the door. Where, oh God. Where a massive small painting hanging, 36 of them are really in a square. They are, uh, they are a series of, not, for, forgotten objects painted in such a, Precise detailed. They look like a photo photograph. Displaying together, display together. They are breathtaking. Okay. A local art artist. Tollerton says, Gray, when you catch my daughter, they're lovely rising to the ordinary to extraordinary, I muttered. Distance between him and the painting. His head one side retorted to me instantly. I can't agree more, Mrs. Stoll, he replied. God, his voice is soft. And for some expression reason, I can find myself blushing. I'm gonna need to drink some fucking water. Apart from the painting, the rest of the office is cold and cold. I mean, let me try that shit one more time. <laughs> Apart from the painting. The rest of the office is cold and clean and clingy. I wondered if it reflects the person I, the persona of the Adonis, who sticks <laughs> gracefully into one of the white leather chairs opposite of me. I shook my head, distant at the directions of my thoughts and Charles Kate's questions for my satchel. Retrieve. 
Next, I set up the MIDI desk recorder. And I'm all fingers and thumbs. Yeah, sounds about right. <clears throat> Dropping it twice on the coffee table in front of me. Mr. Gray said nothing. Waited patiently. I hope as I become insanely embarrassed and flustered when I popped up the courage to look at him. He watched me, one hand relaxed in his lap, the other hand cupping his chin and trembling his long index fingers across his lips. I think he's trying to suppress a smile. I'm sorry, I shuddered. I'm not used to this. You know what? Fuck you. I'll read two pages. Page three. Take all the time you need, Mrs. Oh, no, my first one's a hard part. Uh, Take all the time you need, Mrs. Stowe, he said. Do you mind? Fuck. Do you mind if I record your answers? After <clears throat> we will take, we were taken. You were taken. So much trouble to set up the recording. You ask me now. I flushed. He's teasing me. I hope I blinked at him. Unsure what to say. And I think he's taking pity of me because he retired. No. He replies, no, I don't mind. Do Kate, I mean Mrs. Whatever the fuck her last name is, explain what what's the interview was for. Yes, to apparently to appear in the graduation issue of the school newspaper as I saw to be confused the degrees at this year's graduation summary. This is not going to be a good fucking podcast. Oh, this is news. This is news to me. I'm very tempered for occasion. But the thought that someone not much older than me, maybe six years or so, an okay, mega successful, but still is going to present me with my degree. I frown. Dugging my raid ride and tended to the back to the task at hand. Good, I swallowed nervously. I have some questions, Mr. Gray. God. <clears throat> I smothered a lock of hair behind my ear. I think you might, he said, dead panting. He laughs at me. My cheeks heat at the realization, and I sit up and squared my shoulders in a in a, a part, uh, an attempt to look taller and more intimidating, pressing the start button on the recorder. I tried to look professional. You and me both try recording a fucking podcast with voice cracks. You're very young. <clears throat> to have a new such an empire. To what did you own your success? I glanced at him. He smiles ruefully, but looks very vague and disappointed. 
business is all about people. This is still, I'm very good at judging people. I know how they take what makes them foolish. What does it? What impresses them? And how to uncertify them? I am indeed a expert in team, and I reward them. Well, he pauses and fix, fixes me with the grace there. My bluff is to advance successfully in any scene. One has to make oneself master of the scene, knows its inside and out, know every detail. I work hard, very hard to do that. I make <clears throat> decisions based on the logic. In fact, I have a so gut instance that can spot and ensure a good, solid idea and good people. The, bo the bottom line is it's always down to good people. Maybe you're just lucky that isn't on Kate's list, but he's so arrogant. His eyes fortunate momentumly in surprise. I don't subscribe to luck or chances, Mrs. Stoll. The harder I work, the more lucky I seem to have. <clears throat> the more luck I seem to have. It really is all about having the right people on your team and discussing their earnings. <clears throat> currently, I think it's was heavily Firestone who said the growth of development of people is the highest calling of leadership. You sound like a control freak. The words out of my mouth before I can say stop them. Oh, I ex exercise control in all things, Mr. Stoll. He says without a trace of humor and a smile, I look at him and <clears throat> he holds my glance steadily. Impressive. My heart beats quickness and my face flashes again. Why does he have so such an unworthy effort? On me, his overwhelming good looks. Maybe the way his eyes blaze at me, the way he plays with his index fingers across his lower lips, wishing he stopped doing that. Besides, imposing power is accorded by. Assuming yourself in your secret reveals that you were born to control things. He continued, his voice is soft. Do you feel that you have an enormous power? Your trophy. I pulled over 40,000 people, Mrs. Stoll. That gives me a certain sense of responsibility. The power, if you will, <clears throat> If I would, if I were to decide, I would no longer enter on the tether communication business and sell up and sell up twenty thousand people will be struggling to make their mortgage payment after a month or so.
my mouth dropped open. I am swaggered by his lack of humanity. Oh God, I heard that word before. Don't you have a, a bold, a board to answer to? I ask, disgustedly. I own the company. I own my my company. I don't have to answer to the board. He raised an eyebrow at me. Why do I have to voice crack so many fucking times? I flushed the uh, flash, of course. Yeah, this was. I would know this if I had done some research, but holy crap, who's so arrogant? I changed tack. And do you have any entrance outside of your work? I have a variety of entrance, Mr. Snow. A ghost of a small touches his lips. A very wide. And for some reason, I'm confident and heated by his steady glance. His eyes are a light of some wicked do. But you work so hard. Why do you, what do you do to chill out? Chill out, he smiles, with a perfect white teeth. I stop breathing. He's really, is beautiful. No one should be just good looking. No, I'm out here, but, <laughs> well, to chill out, as you put it, <clears throat> I sell, I sell, and I fly. Endurance and vastly physical pursuits. He shifts his chair. I'm very, I am a very wealthy man, Mrs. Stowe, and I have expensive and endurance hobbies. I glanced quickly at Kate's questions. Wanted to get off the subject. You invents and manufactures. Why suspectfully? I ask. Why does he make me so uncomfortable? I like to build things. I like to know how things work. What makes them tick, and how to contents and detect the architects. I have a love for ships. What can I say? The sound, the sounds like your heart is taking. Is talking water than logic and facts. He mouths, clicks up, and stares at me, possibly. Do the there are people who will say I don't have a heat. What would you? What would they say that? Why would they say that? Because they know me well. His lips curled up in a very in a vague smile. Would your friends say you're easy to get to get to know? I regret that question as soon as I said it. It's not on Kate's list. Damn, nigga, you out here selling a fucking day already? Shit. Like a prisoner in a job? Can it be me? I'm very, I'm a very personal per, um, person, Mrs. Thor. I go a long way to protect my privacy, and I don't offer, often give interviews, he turns off. Why did you agree to this one? Because I am a benefactor of the university, and for all... <clears throat> 
intents and purposes. Intents and purposes. I can't get Mrs. K off my back. She by guard and by guard. My P my PR people. And I admit that's kind of that's kind of that, that, that's kind of pissing me off, man. Like shit, I got, I got shit to do, my nigga. Alright, I am finished reading this fucking uh, the fucking third page. Uh, the next reading would be on Friday. If go on Spotify, go on Apple Podcasts, play the podcast, and <clears throat> we out here.